I like to get out on our patio. It doesn't matter if there's snow on the ground in the backyard or not. If it's sunny and I can just take in a few rays, I'm always out there. I, I usually uh, hear about it from the other people in the house, like, what's wrong with you? Nothing. I want to be on the patio in the winter. So you get, you're never going to believe this. Uh, winter city planner from the city of Edmonton, Isla Tanaka, is joining us. Hey, Isla, how you doing? Great, thank you. So what's going on? What are we hearing about uh, perhaps winter patios in Edmonton? Well, we have a lot more this year. Uh, they're really growing, and we just were able to give out a grant recently uh, partnering with the city's Vibrant Streets team, and we now have over 30 locations in the city with winter patios. Hey, it, to me, it's... It, it's uh, And I've gone to some other cities where they have the covers, and they've got the heaters going and everything. Everyone just seems to love it, but it seems to be, seems to be uh, growing here. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out what's going on here. Sorry, hang on a minute, Isla. There we go. Uh, it just it just seems that people seem to be enjoying everything uh, outside in the winter, regardless of what the temperature is, as long as you've got this heater, right? Yeah, that's right. Heaters and blankets make a big difference. And then into the evening, adding some, some really nice lighting, it just creates a really nice atmosphere. So what's the general mood? Are you finding that more and more... Uh, places want to do this kind of thing how do they have to go through the process to get this done right so um the in order to get the grant that we gave out, it had to be venues that had an existing patio. Okay. And so there are a lot of cities, uh, or sorry, venues in the city that have existing patios. The ones that are south-facing or west-facing, those are the best ones to, to keep open into the winter because they get that beautiful afternoon sunshine on a day like this. So, right? so it's, yeah. um, if they're on the north side, they're in shade, so they're not as comfortable to sit on. <laughs> But venues on the, with those patios on the south side, they're great ones to keep going into the winter. How many uh, businesses have been awarded the grant so far? So this year we gave out 27 grants okay. um, to, yeah, to 27 locations, which is great because um, pre-COVID we had about four or five venues uh, that were working on winter patios as part of some of the winter city strategy work that we do. And then this year we've got over 30 of them. So we're really seeing a culture shift. Like you mentioned in other places, people sit outside. Yeah. It really has to do with culture, right? Absolutely. Now, uh, what I love is it was a handful of businesses previously, and now it just keeps growing and growing because I'm assuming people are seeing there's other patios open in the winter. So this is, it's kind of feeding itself, is it not? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's, um, you know, it's a culture shift, but it's also giving a very new experience and the different patios have different experiences. Some have wood burning fire pits and some have heaters. So, you know, there are different options as well. Let's uh, let's quickly talk about uh, the situation here in Edmonton. We're a winter city. I don't think I have grown up here. I know exactly how it works here. But you're a winter city planner. Is that easy for you or tough, Isla? Uh, it's, well, it's interesting. It's actually really interesting work. Um, it, it can be tough. Uh, Edmontonians, you know, are very good about complaining about how cold it is all winter. Yes. But we're having a weird winter. It is plus 10 right now or plus 12. And it's, you know, it's a beautiful day in January. Um, but even those minus five, minus 10 days can be beautiful winter days. And, um, you know, I also grew up in Edmonton, so I know what you're talking about, oh, what yeah. it can be like. You know, and those minus 25, minus 30 days, nobody wants to sit on a patio, and that's okay. Um, but we have 
rainy days in the summer too and people don't want to sit on a patio in the summer when it's raining so it's just a matter of a you know shifting our mindset and and embracing the the winter and the beautiful winter days that we do have well having grown up here i i tend to think the perfect temperature is like minus six because it's not too messy as long as the sun's out i feel really good about it but it just sounds like people are, are trying to take and make the most of this winter and this is great stuff this is great news yeah, and it, it is. And you're right. Minus six is great because then the skating surfaces are still open. Right now, many of them are closed because they're too soft. So we're just trying to protect those ice surfaces right now, and we've closed many of them. Um, so, yeah, I agree with you. I think minus six, minus ten with sunshine is perfect. Exactly. So what other things are coming up here? Uh, are we going to be able to get more places open over the next couple of months here? And when does winter end for you in terms of winter city planning? Well, we tend to see a shift in mindset on March 1st. Okay. People expect spring to start. Uh, so, <laughs> yes. so really, um, you know, but March, we often still have snow. Some of the cross-country ski trails are still open. Depending on the weather, some of the skating surfaces are still open. So there is still work going on into March. Uh, but the summer is when we really start planning for the next winter. So my work doesn't really end. It just I just talk about winter all year. Nothing freezes up. That's good news. Hey, the other yeah. thing, too, if somebody wanted to do this, let's say the remainder of this winter, I guess they can. But if there's if there's potential for grant money, that kind of stuff or or just some helpful hints on getting their uh, patio up and running over the winter months, how can they track you down? Yeah, so uh, wintercityedmonton dot or wintercityatedmonton.ca is the email that we use, and uh, they can get a hold of me that way. Yep. Oh, that's great. And uh, is that uh, you getting a lot of emails these days? Yeah, we've had more um, about certainly about patios and what kinds of blankets. You know, you asked what kinds of things people can do. So colorful blankets because they're very attractive and they catch the eye. Yes. Um, And. Uh, having a bit of greenery is always nice, you know, adding some coniferous trees in pots if they can, um, as long as they'll survive uh, the really cold temperatures, uh, but lighting, like I said, for the evening. But certainly bright colors and lighting, those are the two main things we like to see on a winter patio, and that really helps, helps hey, the venues. Isla, you can help me with something here. We have, a, we have an Oilers fan coming into town from Illinois at the end okay. of the month. And he wants to go places in Edmonton. He's ne- he and his wife have never been here before, and they're dedicated 10 days of a vacation to come and visit here. Where should they go, like Winter City, that kind of stuff? I know I'm putting you on the spot here, but uh, yep. there's got to be a, a, a ton of places where they could go and have some fun. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we we run a website called wintercityedmonton.ca. Okay. And on there, we have all the patios listed. We have all the skating surfaces, where the cross-country ski trails are. Um, that's and all the events, all the winter festivals and events are listed on that one too. So that's wintercityedmonton.ca. Okay. Winter City Edmonton, uh, not shortened. It's all edmonton.ca. That's right. Gotcha. Yeah. Hey, thanks for your time today. And uh, it's great to see you drive by a patio and people are enjoying out there. And especially the way this winter, we've really only had three brutally cold weeks. Everything else has been very, very nice. So it's great to see everybody enjoying the city as much as they can. Thanks for coming yeah, on today. Right. We appreciate it. Great, my pleasure. Okay, see you later. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. 
Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.